You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. Glorify the Father is the title of this devotion. That is the root of Christ and the whole purpose of our existence. Our existence. That is what motivated Christ to see the Father glorified in all that He is and says and does. And this is why He came into the world and took on the body God prepared for Him and became a man, so that the invisible God might become visible in Him, that we might not need to grope in seeking and searching for Him, but that we may look to Christ and know the only true living God for it is the Father's great pleasure that in Christ the fullness of Himself would dwell bodily, it says in Colossians 1 and Colossians chapter 2. So I want to encourage you today, let the Holy Spirit remind you of the whole purpose of your existence, because I know that many times we can look at the frailty of our lives and the humdrum of the daily ritual of constant the same, and we can get bored in life and then try to find the sparks of life in the earthly things that entertain us. However, these are never sufficient to give us that sense of real meaning, of real purpose of existence. That only comes as we begin to realize that we, no less than Christ, have been created for the Father to be glorified in us and through us. And I want you to see something here, how God is able to open the eyes of you and I to be able to see. And you know, God longs for us to see what He wants to give us. And here in Luke chapter 17, I'll read to you a couple of verses, okay? Starting at verse 11. It happened as he, Jesus, went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. Then as he entered a certain village, there met him 10 men who were lepers who stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. So when he, had, when he saw them, he said to them, Go, show yourself to the priests. And so it was that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, again, one of them, when he saw that he was healed, yes, returned and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, at the feet of Jesus, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answered and said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? Were there not any found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Arise, go your way, your faith has made you well. Again, verse 18, Were there not any found who returned to give glory to God? 
Do you see how important it is to the Master, to our Savior, Jesus Christ, that we give glory to God for what He has done for us? That one man was a Samaritan. In the days of Jesus, Samaritans were not considered part of God's people and they were despised by God's people. And and that has a lot of painful history that goes back many, many, many hundreds of years, the history of all of that. So we can sometimes be a little bit short in our judgments when we're critical of other people's issues, when we don't really know the roots of it all. That's why I think it's, it's so important that we're not too quick to judge, lest we ourselves be judged, Jesus cautions us. But I want to say to you this, Jesus said, look at this. This man who is despised by my people is the one to come back to give glory to God. Are there not 10? Where are the others? Why aren't they giving glory to God? It was when he saw he was healed that he came and gave glory to God. You see, God wants you to see what he's done for you. Come on again. God wants you to see what he's done for you. And I pray that you're not somebody who quickly forgets and then even would question as in, hmm, maybe, maybe that was coincidence or maybe that wasn't just, no. I, I know I've seen so many good things God's done for me. I cannot deny it and I would not want to deny it. The opposite. How what a good thing is to give glory to God. Do you see that is the whole purpose of your existence? And that's what gives your life meaning. That's what gives you a sense of inward satisfaction that you're here on this earth to give glory to God, to give praise to God, to bless Him. Jesus said, and He came to show us the purpose of God, and He said here in John chapter 8, verse 50 and verse 54 in the Amplified, I am not searching for honor for myself. I do not seek or aim for my own glory, There's one who looks after that. He seeks my glory and he is the judge. Verse 54. If I were to glorify, magnify, praise and honor myself, I would have no real glory. For my glory would be nothing and worthless. My honor must come to me from my Father. It is my Father who glorifies me, who extols, magnifies and praises me, of whom you say that he is your God. Jesus lived in this, what I'm talking to you about, and He gives this to you and me. He gives this to you and me. He gives into our most innermost being to give glory to God. Oh, hallelujah, makes me want to pray in the Holy Ghost right now. I feel such a grace coming to you. Come on, my dear friends. Jesus gives it into you by his indwelling life to give glory to God. Jesus grants you and me to become partakers of the glory that he enjoys with the Father. In John 17, he's praying and he says, Father, 
in verse 22, the same glory of being one with you that you've given me. I pray that they may know this glory, Father, that even as you are in me and I am in them, that they may be perfectly made one with us so that the world may realize you sent me and love them as much as you love me, Father. The world doesn't know you, but these whom you have given me out of the world, they know you've sent me because I have revealed you to them and I will keep on revealing you to them so that the same mighty love with which you love me may be in them and I in them. For Jesus, for us to share the glory he had with the Father was his great passion. Oh, my dear friends, it's not possible. It's not possible to enjoy the glory of God and not share it with somebody else. God has not called any of us to have that glory all to ourselves. No, Moses went on the mountain and talked with God face to face. And the glory of God was emanating from his person as he came down the mountain. And so the people partook of that rich glory that Moses had enjoyed with the Father and began to share in it. And interestingly enough, it says in Ezekiel chapter 20 that God met his people face to face. How did he meet them? Through Moses. How does your heavenly Father meet you? Through Jesus today. Through Jesus, you become a partaker of his glory and he wants you to enjoy it. He wants you to share it. You know, it, while we're in Luke, I might as well just kind of go there. I was going to Revelations, but I'll do that in a minute. But look at this here in Luke. In Luke chapter 10, verse 17, it says, In that hour, verse 21, Jesus rejoiced. Luke 10, verse 21. Jesus rejoiced in the Spirit. That word there, rejoiced in the Spirit, is Him shouting with joy. Wah! He just gave a great shout of joy to God. And he said, Thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you've hidden these things from the wise and prudent and revealed them to babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in your sight. All things have been delivered to me by my Father. In other words, the Father has given all of himself to me. And no one knows the Son except the Father, nor does anyone know the Father except the Son and the one to whom the Son wills to reveal Him. Jesus saw that the same glory that He had with the Father was now being experienced by those 70 disciples that worked with Him. And when He saw them experiencing the glory He had with the Father, it made Jesus rejoice. It made him rejoice. Oh, come, dear soul. Perhaps you are sitting there, wherever you are right now, and you feel no glory. You feel no glory. I feel such love and compassion in my heart for you right now. You say, oh, pastor, I feel no glory. I feel pain of loneliness. I feel pain of failure. I feel pain of, of life being so empty. I feel pain of why am I going, why am I going through all this? Oh, my dear friends, the glory that I'm talking about is not the glory that we gain by our own achievements or by our own excellence or by our own majesty or splendor. No, it is the Father who has made Jesus unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification and redemption so that if anyone glories, 
let him glory in the Lord. In Jeremiah 9:23 and verse 24, the Lord says, Do not let the wise man boast in his wisdom, nor the mighty man boast in his might, nor the rich man boast in his riches. But let him who boasts or him who glories glory in this, that he knows me, that he knows me, knowing that I love loving kindness and honesty and uprightness and sincerity and truth. You see, the Heavenly Father causes you to begin to share the glory of our Savior despite the circumstances of your life. So here in closing in Revelations chapter 5, please. Revelations chapter 5, starting at verse 11. And I looked and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne, the living creatures, the elders, and the number of them was 10,000 times thousands and thousands of thousands saying with a loud voice, worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Listen now, and every creature which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and such that are in the sea and all that are in them, I heard saying, blessing and honor and glory and power be to him who sits on the throne and to the lamb forever and ever. Then the four living creatures said, Amen. Then the 24 living, 24 elders fell down and worshiped him who lives forever and ever. In other words, when all of heaven heard you and me sharing in the glory the Father has given the Son, it made them all worship God. Do you see? Come on, again. When the elders and angels saw you and me here on earth sharing the glory the Father has given His Son. He is the Lamb worthy of power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. And when they heard us and saw us sharing in that glory the Father has given the Lamb, they fell on their faces and worshiped. It was the satisfaction of the purpose and the existence of all that is created, that God may be magnified and glorified and praised. Oh, I feel God is wanting to clothe you with glory. God is wanting to fill you with glory, with a sense of mag majesty and splendor and awe, a sense of beauty and radiance of the divine, a sense of excellence, a sense of heavenliness, a sense, the knowing, perceiving, recognizing of the majesty and splendor of God that your whole being gives praise and glory to God, that, that you're so happy to be a child of God and share in the glory the Father's given His Son. My goodness, it's a new day for you. Amen. Have a good day.